Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Jeff Kaplan and you're listening to The Instance. <laughs> Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. I don't. I didn't know people are going to get a dance out of you. That's fantastic. I always dance during the intro music. It's just usually there's a, an instance logo in the way. <laughs> That's true. I pulled it down uh, quicker this time. So if y'all want to make a gif, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop you. Just a gif of Garrett boogieing over there. Oh, uh, man, if they, if they want dancing gifts, every every Monday, Kyle and I do it on our uh, our one-day-a-week morning show. Oh, that's fantastic. I love yep. that. Your one-day-a-week morning show. Yeah, I have to I have to specify because I'm on, a, I'm on another podcast right now that is not a morning show, although it is in the morning. But uh, this gentleman that I am uh, sitting across from on the Internet yeah. uh, does like a five-day-a-week morning show. I do. So. Uh, what morning? So wait, how did you determine the morning? Like, what did you which, – which morning is it? I should listen to the show. It sounds great. When is it? Uh, Scott – or uh, uh, Scott. Kyle told me uh, a Monday morning he was uh, okay waking up uh, and being ready for a show by 9 a.m. his time. And I said, okay, cool. I guess that's when we're doing it. Mm, so Mondays, that's good. No, that starts yep. off the week. That's a fine morning. If you're going to pick one morning to do your morning show, I think Monday's the one. That's fine. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were trying to come up with names and Kyle's like, what about week sauce? But spelt like days of the week. I'm like, well, <laughs> we, we have to do it on Monday because yeah. I've been meaning to listen. Gotta to help this. the week. This sounds like a plug. No, it, I, it just made me think of it because of the dancing. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's a plug now. <laughs> There's no stopping it now. <laughs> Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Instance. I'm Scott. That's Garrett. And we're uh, expecting Terpster anytime. Patrick is traveling back to France for something and is not here today. He's bummed about that. He will be ba- uh, here next week. Probably everyone will be here because we're going to have a, a brand new expansion released and in the wild to talk about. And so uh, one would expect a full house with many voices and all chaos oh, yeah. ensues. It'll be fine. Oh, dude. I'm, I'm, I am vibing on world of warcraft so much right now me too uh more than ever and i always say i feel like i always say this i feel like i always say more than ever but i don't think that's actually true there's something about this time around maybe it's because this one is so community driven this time and 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 that includes controversy and and dislike for stuff that blizzard has done and others saying no 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 this is awesome what they're doing and all of our conversations that we had were sort of emblematic of that it's created a, a fever hype pitch that I've not really, I really haven't felt this way in a very long time. So whatever's going on, it's working. I'm all in on Tuesday. Let's, <laughs> let's just all cross our fingers for a, for a good worldwide launch and, and no, no down servers, not a lot of queue times, that kind of stuff. That, that'd be nice. My, my to me, it, it is heat hit fever pitch because uh, my wife is playing again. Oh, Katie and I have not played world of Warcraft together in years mm. years scott wow and uh now we've we've done all the pre-patch stuff and uh she has just started running lfr so like 
how many most of the nights this week we went in and queued up and ran ran in Taurus. Oh, that's true. I saw you in Taurus, and I thought, what's he doing in there? And now, now I know. Well, also, um, I hadn't really seen it yet. It was the uh, raid I skipped. Yeah, I didn't do that one either. Not with the team, anyway. Um, so I also LFR'd that business. And I wanted to see for myself what it looks like for a planet to get impaled. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that was the other thing we did. We uh, we took a, a journey out to Silithus because I hadn't seen that in game yet either. Yeah, uh, that's it's. Re- have you been out there? Yeah, it's awesome. It's, <laughs> it's huge. Yeah, it's, it's so gigantic. big. It took me five minutes to fly to the top with with the fly fastest flying you can get. Yeah, weirdest thing about that that scene is it's for me it's reminiscent of like um, Shadow of the Colossus or something. Because they, they have successfully somehow with this old engine, which I know has been improved over the years, but this old engine, ha- uh, they've been able to make that thing look like it's gigantic, but also far away and kind of has a shimmer in the heat. Like it's it looks like a big, colossal thing. And that's hard to do in the World of Warcraft engine, in my estimation. And it's actually uh, one I'm, of the. It's, I'm going to be a, a, an ass and say that they did it by just making it huge and colossal. The thing is just really big. <laughs> it could be. It could be. It, it, it very so- well could be. It feels. It just feels like there's a little something extra on there. And here's here's where I'm leading with that. I made this comment on the show before, and again, we don't. I don't really know until we get the expansion. We get to look at it, and we're, everyone's running it on good PCs and all of that. But the preview videos they've been putting out of the new zones seem to also have this quality. A lot of foreground, background, sort of. Not tilt shift, but um, uh, at- atmosphere perspe- perspective. Yes, uh, I think is is what you're getting at. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, I've noticed a lot of that. Way more in, than uh, usual zone footage as well. <clears throat> and it's not like there aren't places in World of Warcraft now where there's some of that at play. But usually you see it and you go, okay, well these are these are cool effects, and you got some nice weather. Or these are you know right now in Darkshore, which is ancient in terms of the game, uh, they have added all this ash since the burning of the tree. And yeah. so you're flying around and it really adds to the the thing. And I think they've just gotten really good at that stuff. And for whatever reason, the new zones seem to take advantage of that. And that's what I feel like I was looking at down there with the sword. And all of it is making me beyond excited kind of in a very irrational way. Or maybe this is totally rational. I'm supposed to be this, this excited. This is one of my favorite things about new expansions is when the pre-patch comes and the, the, the newer, fancier knobs to turn on the graphic settings come in. Like For, for me, the biggest jump was, I remember the, the Wrath of the Lich King pre-patch for Burning Crusade and we got shadows and the better water textures. Yeah. Also, the draw distance got like severely increased. Yeah, that was that. great. And uh, I remember... Uh, I was living in a, a house because this was back in college. Right. Listening to this show, yeah. actually. Oh, weird. And uh, all of us just cranking our PCs up to max and being like, holy crap, I can see the Elix like 10 miles out in yeah. the Grand. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. That and, was a big uh, deal. That was a huge deal, that expansion. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and being jealous of the roommate with the better computer that could run the shadows at the highest setting. Oh, that guy, dude. Freaking that guy. There's always that guy. Here's the thing, <laughs> though. Uh, I remember, wait, was it Cataclysm or... I can't remember if it was Wrath or Cataclysm, where the water changed. Was that Wrath? I thought, I thought it was Wrath. Am I remembering mm, incorrectly? I don't remember now. But I was just thinking about it last night, because there is uh, some really uh, sort of pr- pretty traveling business happening when you are getting your butt to Darkshore from various places, and uh, you forget how much that water added to things. Because before, it was, I can't think of the proper word, but horrendous comes to mind. It was so bad. World of Warcraft water was shit back in the day. It was so bad. Now it's really nice. And look, 
Blizzard, I love what I've been doing on Darkshore. I got a bunch of new gear. My gear score is going up. Way better stuff. It's great. Spending money on Transmog. It's where you got me right where you want me. Uh, but every time I got to fly over there, I got to look at tree textures that make me think that Mario 64 <laughs> is about to boot up. <laughs> Some 04 uh, stuff going on there, man. It's rough. It's rough. By the way, you're absolutely right. It was Cataclysm that the water got the update. Ah, uh, that's right. I, I had a, I couldn't remember when that happened, but I remember the first... You know why I'm confused? The first place I went to see the water was that weird log flume uh, river waterfall thing that was up in... Uh, um, uh, Grizzly Hills. Log flume. Oh, Do you remember that? Gotcha, gotcha. You could ride it all the way to the bottom. I mean, it was kind of dumb, but whatever. It was kind of this cool secret. <laughs> and uh, the first thing I did is go up there to see what that water looked like. And I was like, oh, okay, this is good. This is what we want. Yeah. This is what we want to be. Yeah, this is why I want a, a mix of new tech and old tech for classic. Because uh, I want to see the old Dark Shore dock with the good water. Yeah, why not? Would Before, that... you know, Deathwing messed it up. Yeah. I mean, what I'd really like, they're not going to do it. But I'd really like Blizzard one day to go, you know, we should just overhaul this engine completely and just have this rad new, you know, amazing multi-polygon looking rad, cool engine. And then I would be, you know, over the moon. They're not going to do that, though, I don't think. They don't do sudden changes like that. They do this nice, long, iterative change to a game engine and you just live with it for 15 years and it's okay. <laughs> Okay. Almost as if replacing the entire engine in such a large MMO is a challenge. Yeah, almost. <laughs> um, <laughs> quick couple of thoughts. So I've taken all my alts through Darkshore and done everything. And my favorite part of it all, and Kyle will appreciate this. I was talking to him about it last night. We were playing some games in Heroes. I was telling him that my uh, one of my favorite things in the game, and he, he does a really good impression of this, uh, is Malfurion getting hit in the back. Sucker punch back shot from uh, from Sourfang in the middle of the forest. Seeing that happen <laughs> four separate times is great because every time it happens, uh, he's Malfurion's facing off against Sylvanas and she's like, take him, don't let him leave alive or whatever she says. And he goes, and throws his axe and then it hits him in the back and he goes, Sourfang and then falls on his face. <laughs> and, and it's just like coffee in your throat <laughs> surfing yeah. <laughs> like, yeah exactly really overacted and not only that after four times of doing it with my 410s i still don't know how he knows it's him or how he has any idea to say his name and it's yeah, a, oh, the, oh what? that's my name what hello oh. sorry I, I i've been trying to Get on. Sorry, no, I'm here. You're here. Hi. But carry on talking. No, no. I thought you might have to change something. No, you're fine. How are you? What's going on, okay. buddy? I'm doing all right. I, I, I told everybody you were probably coming. We just didn't know when uh, you, you'd, you'd appear. That's what I tell them as well. <laughs> and I it know, begins. I know exactly what he means. Um, it's good. All right. Well, we we're just talking. We we're just getting what started. This is perfect. Nothing, really. We've just been talking about how stoked we are and all the hype and uh, you know, did you did you talk about your medicine interview yet? Not yet. It's up on the feed. Okay, I'll and, save it. I'll uh, save it. Oh, good. You have some things to say about that. I just loved it. Or, origin of Thrall's balls. We can get into that. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I have I, no idea. Me either. That was a. I feel like no one knew. That's old. That's a thing that 
I mean, not that everybody's so, sitting around going, where the hell those balls come from? It's super exclusivo. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of news sites are going to be writing up, you know, the origin of Thrall's balls. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think we could see some traction on this. You think we'll get I a think giant... the last one, everyone talks, oh, it's really, I had a lot of anxiety and no Chris Metzen, imposter syndrome, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, that was, blah, that's nothing compared to Thrall's Balls. Yeah, Thrall's Balls is big. Everyone's on board. I, I just balls. Oh, I get listening it. to it and I had to think about what the hell you're talking about for a second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the... not his testes. We no. should say sorry, people. Yeah, if testicles. you were excited, right? It's still unconfirmed. You know what his or if his balls, in that sense, are how they are. We well, don't we, know. we know it's not a string of he like eight kids. red ones. We know oh, that. you did have kids, sure. Yeah. Well, we don't know very yeah. much about that family because Thrall never shows up anymore. He doesn't ever come but out. I wasn't that cool, but I loved it when he was talking about his... I'm getting into it. We're going to save it for later. Sorry. Oh, all right. Are we're you talking about how later. hyped you are for next week? Yeah, that's all we did is we talked oh. We're hyped, man. It's exciting. And, man, uh, I'm super hyped. Yeah, yeah. Did you, super hyped. Wait, since I haven't talked to you since the some of the stuff... Well, you know what? We're going to get yeah. to that in a second, too. So we too. did Burning a Teldrassil yeah. uh, when we spoke last, and obviously we've had the Siege of Lordaeron. on. Um, so I played through the uh, the burning of Teldrassil, the War of Thorns, yeah. um, on Alliance. Yeah. And have you done that, Scott? I have. I'll, oh no, 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 not Alliance, but I've watched that's it. That's you done a horde. Oh, yeah. Have you? I watched have it. Have you done I it on Alliance? I didn't Garrett? play it. Yeah. Yeah, I've done it on both sides. Because that's the thing: the Alliance is like infinitely better and more powerful just for this last quest bit, where you go back to the this burning Donassus, oh, and so you have to. They're like, uh, I forget what her name is, Greymane's wife, Mrs. Greymane. Um, Mrs. Says, Maine. Like, you've got to help, you got to help evacuate the city. Sally Whitemane, isn't a, it Sally Whitemane? Yeah. Sally Whitemane, that's no, her name. No, you, oh, okay. yeah, no. Right. Um, but you get given a, you get given a bucket of water, uh, which you can click on and you can put out a little bit of fire. Oh, there we go. And I was kind of fooling around at the beginning, just like putting out fires in this little area. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw, uh, the quest objective was counting down. I had three minutes or so. And I had to save, it was zero out of like 927. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit, I, sh- I, sh- I should get going. Mm. So I kind of run out and it's just, it's all smoke and burning and it's horrible. And you kind of, you mount up and fly over to like the trade district. And there's all these kind of trees on fire with people trapped inside. And so you've got to kind of fly up to them and talk to them and say, hey, you better get out of here. It's on fire. Yeah. And, you know, you do that. And I managed like 24, 25 or something out of 900. And it was, it was, it was horrible. It was just, it was heartbreaking. Well, they give you a number you yeah. can't possibly do, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is you realize the futility of your actions. Yeah. And like part of me as a games player was thinking like, well, what's the point? I should just, I should just down tools. Yeah. But then part of me as the, guy didn't want to see all these civilian night elves burn was like no i'm going to try and save as many as i can i'm going to really go for this obviously this was after i was just kind of putting out you know pointless fires for about right. a minute or so right um and it's great the auction master you can still use uh which i thought was brilliant so i like his dedication <laughs> to the job he's like the band on the titanic oh my you know gosh. they're all playing away uh <laughs> you know that was that was exceptional but just an insanely powerful moment that the horde side didn't have yeah we didn't get to see um, that wouldn't wouldn't it have been cool if they did though, or if they gave us the choice? Because Wait, if you played yeah. Horde Side this week in Lord Run, you're given a choice. Yes. Uh, and I think it would have been kind of rad if, uh, a- after the you know the burning happens, you can talk to I don't know Sourfang or someone as a Horde player. Well, exactly. When you when you look at the story of all of that from the Horde side, there's like four different stories 
that hi- highlight what happens with Saurfang, and all of them are kind of conflicting. Like Saurfang in the uh, old soldier cinematic, he like gives Sylvanas a whole, this is madness, you doomed us all, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, in the like uh, novella online, he's like running up and stop trying to stop the catapults. Like, what are you doing? And in the game, he kind of just kind of turns around and walks and then disappears. Uh, you know, it's, it's got none of the same impact. Mm-hmm. And if, if we as Horde players were tasked by Saurfang to try and, you know, disable the catapults, put out the fire, you know, stop this. We've got to stop this. And realizing that there's just so many catapults and everyone's firing that you can't stop this. Mm. You know, that you could have a similar sort of thing. It's just a question of whether or not Horde players want to and how much Blizzard wants us to not want to do these things. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, Hard to say. It's, I, I get frustrated by Blizzard's uh, fragmented story in that the game, the limitations of the game engine mean that they can't really tell the stories they want. And so when you see the showdown between uh, Malfurion and Sylvanas, it was some of the most awkward uh, things I've ever seen <laughs> where it's like, you know, it's like, I have you now, Sylvanas. Oh, no, you've got me, Malfurion. And then it's like, oh, no, the war chief is in danger. I will throw my axe. Yeah. And then he just does that. Ah, Sauerfang. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, it was just, it was so cringy and so bad. I felt like I was watching like an Asian dubbed movie sort of thing. Like, you know, they'd just taken an old kung fu film. Yeah. And it's because it was so kind of sync, you know, this just staccato game, like limited number of animations in China. And then you play it on the Alliance side and then it's the, it's terrible. Like Sylvana shoots you with like a, a black arrow. It's like, aha. A captive audience. Now you will watch your your great hero die. But I have to be elsewhere. I will see you later. Bye bye. You know, and it's just it was it was terrible. But then you read the scenes and you see it in the in the fiction where they have full control over those moments. You know, uh, with the the resources they have and the time they're available and they're beautiful, powerful. Moments. Yeah, it's a very it's very that's... disjointed, right? Like, I, like I, I was going to talk about this today. You have. These amazingly made, with the in-game engine animation tools they've developed, these incredible, but they're basically rendered just in in-game assets, but they're these incredible mm. moments of story. And they're sandwiched with some gameplay, and that's fine. <laughs> and then you got these really stilted things going on where they're not really mouthing it, and it's rough, man. Like in the Siege of Lordaeron, it's really off-putting seeing Sylvanas notch like four polygons that are apparently an arrow. Mm. And it's just because they're just using the in-game <laughs> one. You know, it's just like, you know, whereas in the pre-rendered stuff, the pre-rendered in-game, she's got great arrows and everyone's got cool arrows. They yeah. look great. Yeah. But in-game, it's still, you know, because it's, you know, item budgets and polygon but, budgets, you know. Sure. Yeah, there's, but there, it's, it's we're so much further than we, like further along than we were before. Oh, like 100%. y'all remember Pandera scenarios? They yeah. were shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the, the, the worst the, thing they ever put in this game. Yeah. The tech is evolving and the story is is progressing at a pace that I've I, I never dared to dream of. Like to have as much uh, movement in Warcraft lore and the status quo. I mean, it's, it's really like it's worrying at this point in terms of Sylvanas is great in terms of we've got a female leader versus a male leader. And it was like, oh, I see. We've it's nice to have some representation at the top of the table. Mm-hmm. But now it feels like we're seeing Sarafang very much be positioned as like probably going to have some sort of new war chief in town soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, Sylvanas is getting increasingly mustachey, twitchy. Um, you know, I kind of feel like she's going to jump off to Northrend, and we're going to have Wrath of the Lich Queen 
with Bolvar as well. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe they'll form the Band Queen, and it'll be a play. You think it's <laughs> the Band great. Queen? No, it's the Band Queen. Oh, I love that. That's um, great. Bicycle. Yeah. Bicycle they'll be singing up there. Yeah, exactly. They're just riding around. Very haunting, though. They'll do it in a minor key. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd be beautiful. They'll do a cinematic. We'll be crying. Can't wait. Um, Bicycle. But I, I, I think... I think uh, but yeah, so I, I think that it's, it's, it's great, and it's brilliant, and it's sometimes a bit too much mm. in terms of so much is happening and time to process it. And the thing that, you know, Chris said uh, on Twitter and in the interview, you know, about that we're seeing a, a, a beat in a much larger story. It's very hard because I, I have a week between beats. Mm-hmm. And so I react and I. And then the next beat comes out. And I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe. And then another beat comes out. Oh, I don't like this beat as much. You know, and it's. Uh, but again, I, I, you know, we'll, we'll talk about Chris's interview. Um, I think, like I said, the the empathy message around artists was, I think, the the, the most yeah. important takeaway. And I don't even think that. he and, knew. I don't think he even knew as he was saying it how um how much that was it felt like he was dancing around the the war of thorns stuff just because it felt so topical and apparent in my world right for him to not mention it and yet be so linked into that product i felt like he must be aware but maybe not maybe it's just he's talking more broadly about well in the in the interview in general he said something to the effect that the last thing he really had his hands on were the beginnings of the cinematic for this expansion and that was pretty much it so all of this is fun new story for him as well he's seeing his characters taking places he had not been a privy to and how much he's enjoying that he even mentioned the 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 showdown with uh sour fang behind him and and malfurion getting the axe and and that awkward little scene but but really liking that turn thinking that, you know, talking about how that was a really important pivot for the story. So he's seeing it the way we're seeing it, and his overall message of, you know, why y'all got to be so toxic, I think is just really resonating right now. I think people are, I hope people are hearing that and understanding it. Um, I saw some comments, like Wowhead retweeted it, and they were, they had some. Oh, God, I read the comments. Uh, I was screaming at my monitor. Well, and there's some people that are clearly not hearing it, right? They haven't even heard the interview. Because they were saying things, I'm like, no, that's not what this was at all. Like, you, you probably should listen to it before you say stuff. I mean, whatever. It's the internet. It's dumb for us to even probably call it out because, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do. But but I think for the most part, if you actually give that thing a listen, hopefully you come away with uh, some good stuff there. But we'll talk more about that here coming up in the show. Um, all right, let's dive into the meat of what's happening right now. <laughs> talked about battle for lord Iran. it landed on tuesday uh like we said mix up some gameplay a little bit of scenario stuff <clears throat> content mixed with some really great cutscenes, mixed with some very stilted weird cutscenes, and some great uh you know overall a great hype hype thing you don't even have to have the game pre-ordered or the expansion pre-ordered to play it so this is a nice little carrot for those that are maybe on the fence still about whether they're getting the next expansion um, but that all happened what i want to know is the big question on everybody's lips, or at least my lips, my supple, ample lips, oh. <laughs> is uh, uh, where's our third Warbringers short? What the hell happened there? What do you think the holdup is? Why are we uh, waiting? I was, I was thinking it was going to be 9 p.m. last night uh, so that everyone goes, oh, they threw this together last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. You're, Could be. Where's yeah. China Joy? Is it a year from now? It'd probably be then. Yeah. My favorite yeah. thing about that whole last minute thrown together thing, and Chris and I talked about it, was um, this idea that they could even do that. Like, they don't. <laughs> it's, it's completely in, insane. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was speaking to someone um, who kind of echoed Chris's timeline. Mm. I think I think nine ten months mm-hmm. is what you're looking at there. I think equally, um, it was funny. A lot of people were getting excited about. Uh, oh, finally! Look, we've got a troll, and he's got a talking role. And the thing <laughs> is, is what they've got to remember is that actually think of how many times in a Blizzard cinematic, in a Warcraft Blizzard cinematic, you see the character talk. Mm. Like, actually, we've got Warlords of Draenor, where you saw some orcs and Magtheridon. Yeah. God, you're right. Yeah. And then... That's uh, it, then we it? got the you know the, the beginning cinematic where, you know, for the Horde and Sylvanas and everyone chatting uh, for, for Battle for Azeroth. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Legion... I think there was uh, uh, who was chatting away in Legion. I, in fact, I don't think we saw Varian talk ever. I think it was no, all it was, Leo. It was, it was Maybe voiceover. he shouted for the alliance from behind. Mm. I don't think again you saw it. So what's more impressive about that cinematic is this is one of the first times we've seen on mass a uh, a, a lip synced non human characters talking without it hitting that uncanny valley. Yeah. Like, at no point watching that are you taken out the moment and thinking like, oh, man, this is this bit, uh, bit, bit, you know, you, you, you take those as characters. No, and those as, it's as, incredibly as, well done across it's, the board. It's exceptional. And, we, exceptional and, I, and, I, and I think it's, it's important to, to stop and realize the reason that it seems easy is because it's so hard. Like, in other words, mm. whenever something looks simple, that's, they've accomplished their goal. It sucks kind of, though, because they don't get the credit they deserve. But if you go look at some of the best CG stuff in the games industry that other studios are doing or the others are subbing out to, you know, contract to have done, like the stuff for ESO, for example, there's really great stuff happening over there, but everybody has blank face. Nobody's got any expressions. Nobody says a word. There's a reason. That shit is hard, really hard. (laughs) And the fact that they pulled this off and got Anduin Rin to be sympathetic, to be expressive, because he's the mo- he's the hardest to guarantee it. Him and Sylvanas. Everybody else, orcs are like big, emotive chins and faces and tusks. And you can get away with that stuff in a way that's a little more broad. But when it comes to like subtle human movement, we look for patterns. And we look at that Sylvanas stuff. We look at that Anduin stuff in particular. And we don't feel the Uncanny Valley. We feel the feelings we're supposed to feel. That's a huge achievement that is rarely It's always matched. impressive. You see it on like uh, YouTube with... Um like TV behind the scenes mm-hmm. where suddenly they show you this scene. And you're like, okay, what's impressive about that? And then they show you the same scene, but it's just two actors on a green screen. And you realize everything you saw was uh, CG post-processed right. and stuff like that. And I think those are those, those magic things that we see, but to have humanoid characters just come across as people. And these are hand animated. These aren't motion captured. These are, you know, animated, uh, yeah, it's it's beautiful, and it kind of speaks also that Chris left what two and a half years ago, two, three years ago, when two he years. Oh shoot! Yeah, it's like two it's years. It's been over two years yeah, now, something like that. And he was working on that cinematic that we saw at BlizzCon uh, a year ago. Yeah. So it took him a year to do that. And what was smart about this cinematic is it reused the character assets and the scenery assets. And that's no, I'm not to take away from the amazing achievement they did because it was longer than the original uh, intro cinematic mm-hmm. and was dialogue heavy and all these things, but a, a personal story. I'm like, yes, please. Every time you do one of these massive, beautiful, I'm going to pre-order your game because it's so cool cinematics, 
please do these personal stories as well. It's, yeah. You know, if you've got the assets and you can do these things, yeah, um, you, get, you know, to, to, yeah. Go ahead, Garrett. I was just saying, getting me so stoked on all the art talk, like the, like you're, you're right. It was smart to reuse the assets, but also just the decision to, uh, there's only two stars in that cinematic. You've got the, the Sarafan character, you've got Zappy Boy character. And to, to, to the decision to make one of your talking characters be a troll, like yeah. there's, torn models in that cinematic there's undead yeah. models in that cinematic there's all these other you could have picked any other race in the horde and it would have had a less complicated mouth to figure out yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's take the one with the biggest tusks how does this even work mm-hmm. and, what is and it and he, hey <laughs> man you got yeah it was it was it was <laughs> yeah. interesting i don't know it? how any of those yeah. guys talk without sounding but, like but i i thought the most yeah. beautiful scene for me was uh, the Dranosh, um, you know, getting Sarafang Jr.'s uh, necklace and the sound and the motion of him getting the icy snow away from where, I mean, that was just, that was beautiful and just so real and so, it's just so incredible. And this is, so this is Ice Crown Citadel. You know, you remember the bit, we we defeat Scourge Lord uh, Sarafang sort of thing, you know, this, this, uh, this death knight risen by Arthas after the Wrathgate. Yeah, right before um, and, we move into the uh, upper spire. And canonically, it's the Alliance that have done this. And Varian lets Saurfang take his son's body and carry it down Icecrown Citadel to then lay him to rest in Icecrown. Mm-hmm. And so that scene we're seeing is after he's carried his son through the halls of Icecrown Citadel and lays him down and having that moment about, you know, why is it, you know, a father living past his son you know, it's just it's such a, a powerful, beautiful moment. And again, just you just take it all as as real and fact. And just it's oh, it's just oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. good. It's so good. I agree. It's like and, and so everyone's like, why are we so hyped this time? What's what's the hype thing going on? I think it's all this like it's there. It's this, the story's really, really well progressed. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, the game is, you know, we've had a stat squish. So there's a lot of scope. Uh, it's been kind of simplified and reimagined to the point where we've it's brand new. We've all got to learn how to play again. Uh, well, in most classes, and uh, and we get these all these new continents, and we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, we we know there's some bad guys coming up, uh, but we don't quite know. You know, still, are we? Is the battle for Azeroth between the Alliance and the Horde, or is it between us and someone else for the planet itself? Right. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We don't know. I mean. So here's a big here's a big lore question that that I've had for a few weeks, and I'm so I'm really glad you're here for this because it feels like it's right up your wheelhouse. But is there's a lot of theories. You go to Reddit right now. There's this theory running that uh, hey, she's being whispered to by some old god, and that's why she's behaving the way she is. Or there's other theories like you know weird yeah. sort of theories trying to explain everybody's behavior, and and then the idea being well, that's how we get an end game baddie is that's where it's coming from. It's not going to be a giant Sylvanas we're fighting in the final raid. It's not going to be, you know, a giant uh, Anduin or whoever. It's going to be some other force that we don't currently see right now. So we think we're all just in the scrum of Alliance and Horde, but really yeah. it's about this bigger thing. Well, they, what- they've said to us that obviously um, Ashara is going to appear in this expansion. They showed that off at BlizzCon. It's supposed to be the third and, Warbringer thing that we're talking and about, And that's right? supposed to be the third Warbringer, yeah. exactly. And so you've got to think we're going to fight her in some way or encounter her in some way. She's a servant of Nazoth, the the only old god we've yet to see in-game. Um, apart from, yeah, well, yeah, even Yassage, we've seen his heart. Um, so yeah. 
Nazoth could be a real big baddie that we could try and take down. And Nazoth is thought to be in the deepest parts of the ocean, just eking its way into the world soul. Mm. And so potentially to save Azeroth, the battle for Azeroth's soul, we have to defeat Nazoth. Mm. Um, and Nazoth could be the fake lowers whispering to Vol'jin, or maybe the lowers authentically says, look, Vol'jin, this is going to sound crazy, but the only chance you guys have to save Azeroth is if you make Sylvanas Warchief, because she is so militant. She is the only one with the, the strength to fight dishonorably against an enemy that has no honor like the old gods. Yeah. So mm. potentially, you know, he says like, it's not going to make any sense, but you know, that's what they've been telling me to do. So that's what we're going to do. Mm. So I don't know if there is kind of redemption without redemption for Savannah's or if she's going to fall away and be uh, a bad guy in the future. Equally, Anduin, people think that again, those early whispers from Ilganoth and the, the boy King serves at the master's table, three yeah. lies will he offer you. And that in the journey, Osmot's journey uh, after the blade came down in Silithus, it says that the first lie has already been told. And at that time, Anduin was saying about how he didn't want war. And he said again to Savanus, I don't want war. But people are saying, maybe he does. Mm. Maybe actually he does want war. He wants to justify that he's as big and strong as, as his father. And he's not a weak boy. He's a king. Mm. You know, maybe there is a part of him that yearns for conflict. And maybe that is either directly or indirectly serving the old gods and their efforts. So who knows? These guys are master storytellers and every little riddle they put in the game has 27 answers, all of which would be pretty cool. Yeah. So whichever way they land, I'm going to be like, oh, wow, cool, that's crazy, man. You know, yeah. And I think that's fun. Garrett, and so, yeah, Garrett, I think we're going to fight some bad things. Oh, yeah, I think for sure that's true. But Garrett, you was it you? I, I can't remember if it was you I was talking to about this. If not, maybe you can just comment on it. I can't remember now, but this idea that... Um, Oh, I wasn't going to put it. Shoot, now I forgot what I was going to say. Ah, gosh dang it. It was a really oh, no. good point. No, it was it a good happens. point. We talked about... He's nearly how... a grandfather, guys. Oh, Come I on. know what it Cut was. I know what it was. Okay. Uh, the door... So in this cinematic where uh, at least... I assume Oh, oh the, the, the Arthas motif. Yeah, the yes. Arth Arthas okay. door, the Arthas kick, the Arthas march in... I'm not yeah, saying the, that from they're... the top near the bell, from the over the shoulder of the throne. They, yeah. they shot. Ben, this is Taron Gregory directed this, and you've got to remember he loves this. Even down to when we remember the Warlords for Draenor, Draenor cinematic, Blizzard put in that callback to the uh, the the Grom dying, but he's there exact same pose as Magtharidon explodes, but um, uh, um, Grom. No, uh, Garrosh dives in the way and pushes him out of the way. Yeah. And so they love doing callbacks to these iconic Warcraft 3 cinematic moments. Yeah, yeah um, so I'm, I'm wondering if it if it means anything or if it's just Taron Gregory being a giant Warcraft 3 nerd, which I'm fine with. I'm fine <laughs> yeah. with that, by the way. Yeah, I am too. Uh, I don't have a problem I also with like the idea of Anduin being such a, a useless little shit that he doesn't understand the gravity of... The, the the stones he is walking upon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Potentially. Like... So so they keep looking at um uh the sword of Varin, uh, Charlemagne. I forget the Char name. Of the sword. Char Charlemagne. Char Char Charlemagne. Charlemagne. I don't know. Anyway, he's Char got, Char he's got a sword. is the southern variant he's, of that sword, but yeah, Charlemagne so is the French one. But the thing is, is that sword, <laughs> he found it, he found it uh, where Gul'dan 
exploded his dad and it was just left there on the floor. So firstly, do we just believe the Legion left it there? Maybe they did. Maybe that's cool. But maybe that sword isn't as it seems. Uh, again, there's whispers and um, Oz, Oz in the journals, they talk about how the sword's eye or the eye of the sword is watching. And there's that glowing light um, oh, within right. that yeah. has the light. And it comes back to, are the light the good guys? Mm-hmm. And actually, is the, the zealot light good? Is it bad? Is it more a question of who wields it? Um, is he going to s- separate the swords again and one be light and one be void? You know, uh, who knows? There is a fallen prince that, you know, he's walking in the footsteps of. Is it to show that actually he's the Arthas that Arthas could have been had he never picked up the blade? Mm. Or is it to show that he's literally following in the footsteps of this fallen prince that became one of the biggest issues to ever face Azeroth? And in, um, uh, in Before the Storm, they draw some parallels between Arthas and Anduin. Like, there's a lot of inner monologue about how apparently multiple people compare him to Arthas, uh, but pre, you know, calling of Stratholme, Arthas. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, Arthas was a ideal paladin, and he was the, the, the poster boy of, of Lordaeron. And it's just, you know, things went so bad for him that it drove him to such desperate measures. Um, equally, you start looking at his plan for the siege of uh, Lord Ron, and you start thinking maybe the Alliance aren't the best strategy guys out there. You know, <laughs> they, they rock up and, and basically get completely decimated. Yeah. And it's only through a real kind of, you know, uh, you know, completely out of nowhere. No one knew it was going to happen. Jaina coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been better. I felt if there'd just been a little line in there in terms of, you know, that, you know, send word to Jaina to begin with. Uh, you know, she'll know when the time is right or something whereby it's like, you know, we're going to bait out all of their their blight and then we make our move. Um, you know, basically Anduin gets saved twice in that cinem- in that uh, scenario, first by Jaina and then by Illyria. Um, you know, both if- of those times, if those two things didn't happen, Anduin and all the Alliance are dead. Yeah. And done. so Sylvanas actually is looking pretty smart in terms of like, yeah, I'm going to let him come to us. And then we're just going to kill everyone with blight. Yeah. And even at the end, you know, like she, he walks in there and, and rather than just striking her down, rather than firing the arrow or anything like that, they're like, no, you need to surrender. I'm going to let my morality get in the way. Whereas I don't feel like Sylvanas would do that. I think, she, you know, ad- admittedly, she let uh, Saofang kill uh, Malfurion. But, uh, you know, I feel like this could be that Anduin isn't the perfect leader that he needs to be and his advisors evidently aren't that smart either mm. um who knows? <laughs> yeah, he's not coming across as a particularly uh, adept leader in in these uh lord around cinematics no um, but i what? but i like that his i like his forthrightness there's something i think the game needs someone like that and i think it's great for conflict because you kind of this is where your innocence gets chipped away he's had a lot of that chipped away anyway in recent uh, events and so to see him sort of struggling uh as to what for, to do next me, is, fa- yeah. is fascinating and you got freaking genmain or Gen, uh, uh graymain next to yeah. him kenmain <laughs> graymain yeah, yeah. next Ken to him Mane. just freaking out constantly dude cannot get back in human form to save his freaking life and and like, but then but then you know andrew is like silence okay shut up no no i'm gonna I'm, this is me now you know and, and i like him kind of, yeah exactly i like him doing that i think i think there's some there's some some mileage there yeah He's tired. He's sick of hearing it. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But I think the thing is, is what I really want from this expansion, and I don't know if it is possible or not, but is for both sides to feel super 
resolute and justified in their actions. Mm. And I feel so far as a Horde player, I felt less so on board with the message to the point where I would defend it irregardless of what an Alliance player said to me. Yeah. And I think that that's where the conflict comes from. If you yeah. try and argue with someone who has faith in something, it doesn't matter what you say because they believe it. They know it to be true. And so no matter what reason or logic or facts or evidence is explained away. And we see this, you know, kind of politically with, uh, you know, Republicans and Democrats in America and in the UK, we've got conservatives and labor and, you know, these opposing sides, these two political parties that neither of them thinks they're bad. They both think they're good and they both think they're doing the right thing. And they think that, no, we don't need to be spending money on social issues because if they just pulled themselves up by the bootstraps, then we wouldn't have to support them. And then the other side is, no, you're wrong. We need to lift them up. That's we've done. OK, we need to help these. And you've got these two people that feel so strongly and so correctly about their point of view that you can't help but have conflict mm. because you've got these opposing forces. Right. And I feel like that's where Warcraft is falling slightly short currently is. And maybe it's me and the just me as a person and where I kind of sit on that political spectrum um but for for the horde currently i love the horde i'm still going to play my tauren but i'm a tauren paladin i'm literally a native american battle priest mm -hmm. you know i don't really feel like i'm the torturing uh, you know the burning the civilians dude mm. um Neither, but i'd like to bane, feel uh, bane bloodhoof agrees with you by the way he he doesn't feel uh, he i think that was crucial to this to this meeting in the uh in the throne room he is not happy about this and even says on his way out, he gives a for the horde that is the most like, mm. Ugh, yeah, right. He, freaking he this might is... as well have said F you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And yeah. with Saofang now in the stockades and Bane being an ally of Anduin, you're looking at, OK, we, we start to see there's potentially a bit of an alliance within the horde whereby potentially what this means is we could see the end of the war chief mm. and they realized that hey guys we've gone through a lot of war chiefs maybe we need a different system mm. maybe we have like the council of the three hammers style thing whereby we rule as a as a as a parliament less so than a king yeah um so what else have who, a council too i think don't they yeah they do lothamar heads it up um but it would be interesting to see could the horde operate in a similar way um without one person having the the overriding you know kind of king votes we also um, again going back to before the storm we kind of saw that flirted with with the desolate council mm -hmm. yeah and how how undercity was being run with sylvanas having to go hang out in, Hor in uh, orkland but uh yeah i don't i'm i'm everyone's saying yelling sourfang and i'm just sitting here being like uh bane bane anybody yeah bane, bane, no, for bane never gets his time he never gets his thing like son i like bane a lot I assume that's yeah. him, by the way, that's in the cinematic that's lifting the orc up and moving him. Is that him? Yeah, I think okay, so. Okay, it's supposed I, well, to be him. I, 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 I don't know if he has a headdress. Mm. Yeah, it's just a random torn. Yeah, I think it's just Torin Morian. That. that bums me out. Bane has a majestic headdress. Yeah, his yeah. is pretty crazy. I just I just feel like they're, they're some, some Torin, some Torin I, stuff I would be cool. I think, though, equally, as much as I love Vol'jin, and I did love Vol'jin, for me, it's, and this is going to sound racist, but I, for me, I want to, I want a green orc at the top of my horde again. Like I would love, I would love, love, love Saurfang to come back uh, from an exile, and he's brought a friend with him. And you know, like Metzen was saying, like firing up the old lightning again. Just Metzen's back. We've got Thrall back, but not as war chief, but as like you know, actually, you know, I'll be the orcish leader, uh, but I will not lead the horde. 
you know, we will lead the horde. Yeah. Or in in the event of that, Saofang would be a great, you know, orcish leader that collaborates with the other races because I feel like how many more war chiefs are we going to go through? Yeah. Like, seriously. Well, and remember what Chris said in that interview. He he no more he doesn't want to hear that green Jesus thing anymore. He's sick of it. No, he's not green Jesus. He's the all father. Yeah. He's the all father of so many worlds. He is the Odin of 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 everything. Yeah. It kind of is. But he gets I can see it just like rubs him. Rubs that's him fine, exactly. Wrong. So that's why you've got to go back to a further and older religion like Norse mythology, and that way you're fine. Okay, then it's okay. Yeah. We've got uh, two uh, two newer thing. I, yeah. I want to go all the way back to the 80s. He's Green Optimus Prime. Got it. I like that. No, I he's like Green that. Optimus Prime 76, if you want to get it. Oh, totally wow. Right. Okay, here yeah. we go. That's what you want to do. <laughs> I feel like every time I talk to him, I'm not giving these out on the air or anything, but I get a lot of different contacts, like emails we had to get on Skype for the interview, like all this stuff. Everything has a 76 in it. And I'm just saying, I don't think it's just because of the year of his birth. I think that the, he's got... I think he... At the end of the day, he is Captain Morrison, like down to the bone, and not the Green Jesus you're all making him out to be. So quit calling him that. He's just a good soldier. That's right. He's just here to fight. He's just a, yeah. just a rusty old soldier. Um, <laughs> all right. So there's the deal with that. We got the launch next week. We don't know where the third Warbringers thing is. We want to see that. I do. So hurry up. Uh, although, I don't know. Maybe they're holding that for post-launch now that I, you know. If Terpster's right, and she's the... Uh, you know, uh, she could be the a big shark, bad. A shark could know. be the big bad. And if she is, well, then A, that makes sense to me. But also B, why would you spill that milk right now? Like maybe That's you... what I, but I, I don't know why you would tease her in the Warbringers thing to begin with. Um, if if we're not going to get her soon. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. If, I, I also feel like if she when she shows up, like it's going to happen during questing, right? We're going to have some run in with Ajara mm. while leveling up. So putting it right out, like right before launch makes sense in my head. Yeah. Is it Ajara or Ajara? I do it wrong. Yeah. I think I'm saying it wrong. This isn't BC. You don't you don't wait until the final raid that a small percentage of the player base sees to finally have Illidan show up. Yeah, that's a good point. They don't do that anymore anyway, right? Well, like, you say that. When did you when did you fight um, uh, Argus? Uh, when did you fight, uh, or when did you directly see Sargeras? Well, like, that's, in all fairness, uh, the, the, the Legion we, is a, a we had the Legion as a function. as an overarching thing. But I think equally, we're going to see old god corruption uh, throughout both islands. We're going to see uh, the influences, and we've seen them. Um, it's a question of how much a- attention people have paid to quest text and things. You know, I'm guilty of it myself. I just click, okay, whatever, cool, cool. And then I look at my objectives. I got, well, I got, I got six boars. Okay, fine. Where's the thing on the map? Okay, over there. Boom. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't necessarily yeah. know why I'm getting them, but I know what I need to get. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's another thing that Blizzard spoke that they need to find better ways of getting the story across. Chat room saying just, she'll be in. Ch- chat room saying they think she'll be second raid, but that's not confirmed or anything, right? Like, so it's, it's, first raid is uh, the troll stuff, isn't it? It's the old deer or whatever it's called. Right. Um, you know, the old god experimenting titan construct. Thing. Yeah. But I don't think they've said um, anything about second raid, as far as I know. No, I don't think so. Yeah. They're, no, but the, the, like, the folks are saying that she's most likely akin to Gul'dan in BFA, and, B, and Gul'dan was not the final boss. He was kind of mid, oh, mid-raid content, yeah. uh, which, which makes sense to me. Like, if we're... If we're pretty certain Azoth is coming, I, I don't think Azara is a big enough bad to be the ultimate showdown in this expansion. Well, plus she was also, yeah. I mean, there were pieces of her in Legion. There was a whole bunch of questing I did around her. 
And yeah, with uh, with the ghost prince dude. Exactly. But so I think they've they've re they've reimagined her art again based on BlizzCon and the key art they showed there. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. You know, I like that they're definitely developing her into something more. The question is, Azerite, is it you know is that even is it even more so prevalent underwater or is it not there at all? And she has to come on land to get it. You know, why is everyone after it? You know, the thing is, is we've started to see some of the applications of it, yeah. which apparently seem to be you can build a really, really big tank mm-hmm. um, or you can cure poison. So like the blight in Lordaeron, unless we don't put quite enough in, in which case then we just make the poison immensely stronger. Mm. So it seems <laughs> like they've set up these precedents that I'm like, oh, well, I like the idea of kind of cleansing Lordaeron and we can, you know, do something more there. Or we we eradicate, oh, maybe we just, oh, okay, I don't know now. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. we don't try that. Yeah. And that stuff, that the Blight, I, I'm completely out of my lane on this one, but the Blight doesn't, I mean, it doesn't affect the undead once they're undead, right? They're just uh, undead. It does. It kills every, I don't know, actually, if it kills the undead, in all fairness. Because in this case, it created them. as an undead player. Yeah. And all the Brights players are still wearing oh, gas masks. right. And then, like, if you remember Wrathgate, you know, Putricide is there. And he's like, you know, death to the living. Death to the, you know, dead. You know, like, you know, glory to the uh, uh, forsaken or some, sh- you know, I forget what he says. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he has a great, I think it kills everyone indiscriminately. Hence, Arthur's coughing and getting out oh uh, right right so i think the blight is basically bad braino and that's why sylvanas just using it willy-nilly it's not like yeah. she's like oh well you know my people will be fine no just everyone is is straight up dying there and she even uh, left i mean she shot banshee up through the the ceiling and so that makes mm-hmm. sense that she would also escape otherwise she'd just stay there but the the uh the the part that's throwing me is there's a portion of the quest where you need to hurry and, and go and help people in your gas mask if that's what you chose to do, which I did. I'm a Sourfang man. Screw this weird crap she's up to. So I go and do all that stuff. Uh, and if you were too late, they would get up as undead army skeleton people. And you'd have to kill them, yeah. And then they'd have to fight. So something comes out of that blight that moves on, right? Like that's obviously, or there was some spell at work. Like they didn't make that clear. And it's a mm. nitpicky thing. It's a tiny thing. I don't know. But it and just, it's a new and improved blight, so who knows? Right, right. You know, they've been they've been working on this for like, ten years, blight. I think. You know, <laughs> you know, this is like you know, blight zero. Yeah. It's got no sugar in. Right. It's great. <laughs> I loved that it was resing just straight up bone skeletons. It yeah. was like such old yeah. school fantasy and so absurd. I want to see what happens in China because obviously they can't show skeletons. Oh right. So I'd right. love to see uh, uh, what I, that looks my like. My money is on gray orc models. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just they just reuse just gray, the death gray, version. Yeah, exactly. That'd be good. Yeah, maybe. They just swap cool. it out. They can do that pretty easily. It's not like it's well. I'm know. sure they can make make a, a bit of an investment in time for the Chinese market. Yeah, it's this all blurred. Probably it's a few just all people. blurred like nudity. Yeah, yeah. That'd be better. I mean, they oh make a, they do make a little it's money. A marching army of vagina. <laughs> no guys don't worry <laughs> i mean uh, i wouldn't turn i wouldn't turn that sour thing. i'm gonna take my gas mask off don't worry <laughs> uh, before we move on what did everyone think of jana's triumphant return oh yeah we haven't even talked about that yeah i uh... well evidently she had no idea about teldrassil because when they talk about uh her putting the torch you know uh, anduin's doing it jana has this weird sort of 
Uh, oh, what? you saw? I saw that on yeah. Reddit. Someone like clipped yeah. it, and I did not know. Yeah. She looks so—it's ridiculous. She looks and like so, uh, so Winona Ryder at the yeah. accepting an award. <laughs> exactly. And so I'm still trying to figure out why does she turn up? Like, was she just rocking in on her pirate ship going to blow up Sylvanas anyway? Yeah. And she's like, oh, the Alliance doing here. Oh, well, screw it. Broadside. Mm. You know, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was, it was the, uh, coolness the, over everything else. Yeah. I want the novella where Jaina is constantly porting into the rafters, eavesdropping on uh, the, the Alliance plan. So she knows oh, where to yeah. show up with her, with her sick new whip. Sure. Mm. No, she's, she does. she does. She like pulls a handbrake up, slides it in. And then just oh, she you know, Tokyo takes drift it all out. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was it was Tokyo amazing. Drift. But at the same time, like there was no need for the arcane missiles to be shot out of arcane cannons. It's just cool. And I love that, like, you know, it's like not only am I gonna kick your ass, I'm gonna look spectacular whilst doing it. Yeah. Like that's that's powerful Magi. Yeah. Meanwhile, obviously the uh the 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 um uh oh Suramar elves, the knights fallen. And what oh, they the night fallen, yeah. Yeah, is it? Am I saying that right? Yeah, okay, I feel, it feels wrong. Anyway, they have been obviously Nightborn. powerful magi Nightborn? for Nightborn. Nope. Nightborn. Nightborn. Night- there we go. Yeah. Well, the yeah. ones we play as are Nightfallen. Nightborn are the ones that the ones that are walking, gotten around. all emaciated and then saved by the tree. Right. There right, we go. Right. Anyway, so the Nightborn, they they're really powerful mages. Where were they? Like <laughs> they were nothing to do with this. And equally, you know, you, you've just joined the horde. You're like, you know what? Yeah, you know what? You're right. We don't want to mess around with those uh, night elves. They were, oh, they were snooty. They don't like us, you know, us mages. So yeah, we'll join you. Thank you, Horde. And then you rock up there, and it's just like, what are you doing? Oh, we're burning your cousin's tree down. It's like, okay, cool. Well, that's fine. Yeah, you can do that. Mm. And then like, what are you doing now? Oh, we're using chemical weapons to just kill indiscriminately across everyone. <laughs> you know. But at the same oh, time, man. like, you know, what an asset to not have on hand. Equally, the High Mountain Tauren. Where were they during this? Mm. Can you imagine that? You know, the High Mountain Tauren, these these peaceful nomadic, <laughs> you know, sort of Native Americans crying next to trash heaps yeah. in Lordaeron as, as, as Sylvanas <laughs> just starts killing everyone. You know? <laughs> you can't have them because if they saw this, they'd be like, oh, we made a mistake. I'm We're going home. I'm sorry. We've only been in for like 10 minutes. It's like the 10 minute rule. We can still leave. We're going to yeah, go join the other side. Yeah, yeah. Or We're we just going to go home. We you made know, a horrible um, mistake. It's like the yeah. dad that accidentally gets into the mosh pit. Like, you know what? I'm going mm-hmm. to back to the bleachers to sit down. I'll watch my, make yeah. sure my kids are safe at the concert. Oh my exactly. gosh. You just said a thing that's happened to me. I just want to put that out. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I have You're been, an allied race now, Scott. I have been to, I've been to a concert. I've gotten sucked into a mosh pit, realized what it was, and could not get out of there faster than I did. <laughs> it go. was bad day, man. Uh, bad, bad but day. But yeah, so I feel like there's 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 numerous holes that either uh, story or gameplay got got out of whack. Mm. Um, I don't know quite when this... I mean, if, if Chris was working on that cinematic when he left, let's say two years ago, when did they decide um, when uh, the allied races and which side they were going to be on? Yeah. So maybe the Siege of Lordaeron just didn't make sense or wasn't really, people didn't remember, oh yeah, we've got those new guys as well um, because they've been added more recently to the game. I don't know when or it's decided, but anyway, it just to me felt a little bit omissive um, that we didn't see more. And I think you could have got away with a lot of different... Uh, things in there like instead of blight we could have had like goblin mines everywhere mm-hmm. um and you know the alliance you know running in and just getting blown up indiscriminately um, would have been a, a better part of the plan right i feel like uh, all that blight on your retreat is kind of showing your hand like oh they have all these blight tanks and they're blowing it up maybe, yeah maybe we maybe i anduin shouldn't bring 
all the important world leaders of the alliance into a single room my, with me. Exactly. <laughs> it, it seems it seems odd. Equally, I mean, Jaina. Equally, maybe that whole face when uh, Sylvanas is like being told about having put the torch to Teldrassil. Yep. She's feeling super awkward because she just displayed the world's biggest frost nova, which would have probably extinguished all flames everywhere. Uh, and she was like, "Oh, <laughs> I." The thing is, is I was picking up the ship, and I know I don't need a ship because. You know, actually, the ship itself did nothing. I was flying on magic, which I guess I could fly on a on a carpet, and then I was firing arcane cannon. They weren't real cannons, so I I could have just in that time gone to Teldrassil and just put the flames out straight away, couldn't I? Because mm. I'm like the super water mage. They're, ice mage. they're, they're running. Yeah, the, I mean, go ahead. There's go. a lot of MacGuffins. I mean, we were yeah. talking. And about exactly, like, exactly. Where the hell is the Exodar? Like they could just. Yeah, exactly. Come on, let's bring down the nuke. space. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> and that would be cool. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool to have that? Or, or Sylvanas to have a plan to deal with that. Yeah. And so Anduin putting all his eggs in that one basket and then Sylvanas finding a way to neutralize it. Um, you know, like she's dealt with the void before and, you know, maybe there would be a thing she could do to to mess up that that sweet spaceship. I, uh... there's, there's more stuff you could do. And I loved it. But I love also um, as as, you know, Chris talked about, I'm a nerd and I just want to dance and play in these worlds. It's fun and to imagine pick it apart. Yeah. And the what yeah. if is is almost the best part. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to think, about, oh, where are they going to take it? And I, 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 I worry about, you know, I've 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 had uh, friends and family over the years who've died. And I always felt sad that, oh, like, oh, they didn't get to see that thing they wanted to see. Yeah. And I realized that the the pace is so unending. That's going to happen to me. One day, like, I'm not going to get to experience the thing that I felt like I really wanted to experience. Yeah. And, like, so if I die between now and Infinity War 2 or whatever they're going to call it, I'll tell you all, I'll be really annoyed. I genuinely will. Like, I... Like I'm straight up. If I can haunt people, I'll be haunting everyone because why not? Yeah. Um, I feel this way about Fury Road. I feel, that, I feel bad for. Be... I feel bad for anybody born before Fury Road. Or di- sorry, yeah. I feel bad for anyone yeah. who yeah. died before Fury Road. Exactly. <laughs> like, sorry, like what? I made that yeah. make no sense. But exactly. But that's the sort of thing. However, actually, I've been playing with what that movie is going to be ever since I saw uh, Infinity War. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about all the what ifs and oh maybe this, maybe that, maybe that, and that actually is half the enjoyment for me is it's just getting lost in these worlds and wondering how are these things going to move around how are these pieces going to be positioned on this game board what is it going to be and then finding out the answer and that feeling fulfilling is always the dream i agree yeah getting 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 deep man this this ties Mm. i I feel this ties so much into the conversation that you you scott had with uh with medicine like and the the reaction we all have to all of these things and it's i don't know it's like I think part of the reason reactions are feel like such a strong crackback now in today's climate is that we spend so much time sitting around and theorizing yeah. because we're so connected and it's awesome. It's yeah. such a great part of community building that we can all sit here yeah. and have these extremely nerdy conversations like these things that would have made me complete repellent to the opposite sex in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's my job. Um, like I love it. And I, it, it, gets me so stoked but i i think because that is now just in a megaphone accessible worldwide to anyone who wants to seek it out that when the time comes around and when that world of warcraft expansion comes when that next star wars movie shows up when that next issue of your favorite comic hits and it, and it's not the coolest theory you had it it, it i think you're like a, a human reaction is to be like oh shit well uh, 
I wasted all this time. Yeah, yeah. No, but, and, yeah, that, and my yeah. my counter thought to that is, but wasn't wasn't it fun to have this community? Yeah, exactly. Like, and we would tease that. Uh, I think it's the artwork behind you, but that burning of Teldasil back at BlizzCon. Like they said, this is going to happen, but they didn't say how or why or who was going to. And the who done it was great. Like everyone was wondering who's going to do it, who's going to do it. And everyone comes up with these cool theories and stuff. And we're thinking, well, it can't be just Sylvanas. It's too obvious. Maybe it's going to be this or that. And it's like, no, it's it is Sylvanas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which, but why does she do it? And then we find out it's because a night elf upset her on the beach. You know, it's fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, the reality yeah. was is she realized in that moment that the only way to break the Alliance hope was not to take their home, it was to destroy their home. Mm. And so then she had to act on her new found conviction. Mm. Um, did that come across as well in the cinematic? No. Mm. Uh, did it really matter? No. Old Soldier came out a week later and we all felt fine. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's that sort of thing when you're dealing with these big stories. And I think this is why Chris spoke so eloquently about this because he's been on both sides. He's been the guy, you know, coming up with these things. And he says he didn't get a lot of backlash and he hasn't felt the backlash. Maybe it was because it was earlier days of Warcraft and the Internet. But I remember, for example, when they announced that uh, shamans were coming to the Alliance and paladins to the Horde. Oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, and it was... It was. It was. I'm, I'm old enough to remember that. That was rough. Yeah. There was some rough business. It was business. tough. And yeah. Exactly. And the thing is, like you know, it's 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 crazy to think about. If we went back and listened to the instance around that news, I would love to hear. It's like, ah, oh, man, this is terrible. I don't. I'm not. I don't like this. You know. And then you realize, <laughs> actually, this is way better. This is fine. It's great. It's you know. But we are extremely uh, reactive and. Uh, you know, broadcasty. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the, the problem now is that I don't think anyone would have ever threatened Metzen. Uh, but maybe, maybe people did. Maybe people were, um, well, he did have bodyguards and everything. So yeah, I think that's more so out of love than hate. I think that the thing is, is with someone like Chris, you see him there, there ain't no way you ain't gonna go over and try and get a photo yeah. or a selfie. You know, I tell my story, the first time I properly met Chris, I was peeing next to him in a urinal. You know, and it was, and it was just, I was just there like, oh, hey, oh, man, it's yeah, great, I'm big fan. Don't yeah. look down. Yeah. I am, promise, I promise, I'm a big fan. Don't look at it, though. Um, it's I cold. Uh, <laughs> and it, and it. But, you know, and that was great. And we, we afterwards, you know, we started chatting and stuff. I bought him some drinks and it was it was great. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you need, to, you know, he's he's always been, uh, you know, a great uh, broadcaster for Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but equally, he's he's a massive, massive nerd fanboy. And so I think he understands how it feels to get upset about stories that don't go quite the way you wanted mm-hmm. um and, and it's, he, he I expressed think it's that. every nerd's right to kind of rage out a bit but it's how you do it and who you do it to uh you know like i get angry at myself mm-hmm. uh you know and i like oh man this is stupid or like you were saying scott get angry at the characters yeah i'm mad at, like, i'm mad at you know, like right thor now. Yeah. aim for the head man <laughs> don't go for the final words what did you you killed my brother how does it he's like you should have gone for the you know, you don't think, you know like oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, Star-Lord, come on! I'm not going to Chris Pratt and, you know, kind of saying, like, Chris Pratt, you stupid man. Everyone that's the problem. Dead now. That's the problem is yeah. people do, though. And that's that's the line. Well, there's there's other lines, I'm sure. But that's such an obvious line to me. Like, I'm mad at Sylvanas. I'm not mad at anybody at Blizzard. I'm mad at Sylvanas. She did a terrible thing. 
And I want to argue about it. I want to talk about it. I want to yeah. talk about motivations. I want to pick it apart. But exactly. I never but if you want love to. Sylvanas, right. Right. You're Christian Nunn. Nen, he has Sylvanas tattooed to his arm. Like, if they turn her into Hitler, how does he feel about having Hitler on his arm? His, you know, his that ample sort of arm, he, too, by the way. This yeah, is a exactly. big Hodor arm with yeah, a big exactly. Sylvanas on it. It's like four it. arms as one. But it's that sort of thing whereby those people who love Sylvanas, and she has big fans out there, you know, they feel like, how dare you do this to my character? She wouldn't do that because I like her and I wouldn't do it. So why would she do it? You know, and that's that's the thing whereby then they they shift the blame from the character who they feel has been you know handled improperly to the handler who they feel you know hang on you need to uh, and then it goes further still where people start saying you know like like death threats and stuff which is madness yeah absolute madness the chat room there's a question in there about will the Sylvanas's new story affect the horde alliance balance on servers uh, the way that they're weighted and I don't think so anymore because. In fact, I part of me wonders if they're taking some of these risks because of this. Everything's so instanced and pulled in and, and shards now, yeah. now. So you're all sometimes you're just with other servers. You see a little uh, asterisk next to their name. You're like, oh yeah, that's right. We're not on the same server here. In yeah. This plus, thing now day. they've got the in-game communities, and you can link to them like a Discord. And, mm. Yeah. Uh, was playing around with that the other day, and I, I I don't even know I don't know how I missed this, but I can just hang out with my buddy in world grouped up across servers now mm-hmm. when the hell did that happen yeah. i didn't even realize i knew you could do it in dungeons i didn't know you could do this in the world now yeah, you, but apparently yeah, you, you can I kind forgot. of do it anyway what we still can't do is have someone over in the far distant world of europe play with someone in the other side of the universe in america um <laughs> oh, unless you're sure unless it's overwatch or something but um oh, i was in such yeah. a good mood and now you're gonna bring up region locking and i'm gonna yeah. turn into a real it. jerk and say it's Ex- the worst dumbest thing in the history exactly. of Blizzard entertainment and no. they need to murder exactly. it dead. they will look yeah. they're getting there like they i mean okay here's here's my thinking a lot of legacy tech involved a lot of sort of redoing stuff you have to do uh, they're getting closer. They take little steps like simultaneous worldwide launch. This is the first time with the expansion next week. Everyone gets it exactly the same time. No more waiting. Europe doesn't have to wait however long you guys had to wait before. Uh, Oceanic, we used to get it early, actually, but that's fine. They or whatever know. it was, yeah. Was it? Did you guys get it early? <laughs> yeah. Is that the deal? And we yeah, so we get it at midnight. We get it at midnight oh, uh, European time. Yeah. So I would get it at 11 p.m. UK time, which was like... Uh, a.m. for you guys but we still got it on the tuesday yeah so our tuesday happened well finished or started before yours did yeah that makes sense so yeah. but it's a step it, in that direction right yeah I exactly it's, it's, yeah i think i think it's really good for it all to be the same and i think as long as it's done in a way whereby the the guys managing the servers can manage what they need to manage you know great I'm I'm all for stepped launches if the launch process itself is smooth. I just don't feel um, like the I just don't feel like there's the 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 walls to good good latency across the world is is a problem anymore. No, I, I can play US and I do play US from yeah. time to time. It doesn't matter. Um, it, it's it's just it's too much of a messy thing to unpick uh, for them to care now. Mm. Um, and even like in the Elder Scrolls Online, they have a European shard. And a US shard. Right. Um, but and, it looks you know, like one big shard to everybody. Yeah, it's one big thing. You just yeah. join EU or you join US. Right. Um, characters, as far as I'm aware, don't share parity, but maybe. Oh, I, I don't, I don't think they that. do. They do on the PTS. Yeah. Um, they're instantly mirrored over. But, um, you know, for, for what it is, it, it's just a reality of MMOs. Yeah. Oh, well. We'll yeah. live with it. And one, uh, one other thought I meant to make earlier about story stuff. I just wanted to get this out. Uh, 
it's easy for us to nitpick and say, well, some of the in-game moments in that scenario didn't match the quality of the in-game rendered stuff that they did, uh, that Terran uh, directed. And, of course, those don't come up to snuff with the full quality 3D animated thing with uh, Sarfang and everything. It's easy for us to sort of say, ah, oh, this, this disparity is, is a little jarring or whatever. I can tell you this, because lately I've been looking at them just for funsies. I could not name you another MMO that even comes close to the kind of storytelling they're doing. Not even close. Like, they don't have this kind of stuff most of the time. If I'm overplaying Guild Wars 2 or something else, they have in-game stuff where a dude talks and he's over in the other side of the room and I'm running around him. It's more like the way quests work in World of Warcraft. That's how they're telling their story. They don't do big, epic stuff like this. They're not pushing that envelope the way Blizzard pushes it. So... As critical as we want to be of that stuff, I just think it's important to mention that nobody else is, nobody else is doing it. Like, and they yeah. can afford to, yeah. and they're you know they're Blizzard and blah blah blah. But I, I just think it's <laughs> we're a little spoiled, is what I'm saying with that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, I I, I, I dig it too. I, I really like you know the Old Republic is the first one that jumps into my mind, but it doesn't look this good. But mm-hmm. I, I would say like theater of the mind is amazing folks like we're all really stoked on role-playing right now bring a little bit of that into your janky mmo cutscene, and you'll be fine right right a couple other things that came out of the interview with metzen i wanted to mention we now know where thrall's balls came from the uh the big red necklace ball thing he wears around his neck i called it a necklace on the interview chris says yeah you can call it that that's what it is they say he says back in the day when there were like 25 total blizzard employees uh, they would take turns basically all day, every day, rotating in and out of playing uh, uh, a Samurai Showdown 2 for the Neo Geo. They were obsessed with that game. He's, he's, <laughs> he still says it's the, his favorite fighting game of all time. And there was a character, some big beefy character, I forgot the name he said it was, but a big dude in there had this exact sort of neck piece thing. They're like big prayer beads almost, aren't they? Sure. Big magical prayer beads. And he liked it so much that when in Cataclysm, Thrall took on his new look, uh, his shamanistic thing with the robe and everything, that's where they got the idea from. So if you all thought that was some other thing or some amazing design decision from somewhere, nope, they just took it from Samurai Showdown too. So uh, could, could somebody please, please go find a commentary track and uh, to the tune of Hell's Bells, just get some like, uh, <laughs> Hell's Bells! there you go. I like good. it. That's not bad, by the way. That voice you just did yeah. is pretty dead on. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say dead on because he died. That guy, didn't he? That's no. Weird. Yeah, that's Angus. That's Brian Johnson. No, Brian Johnson. Hell's Bells was. Oh, wait, was Hell's Bells Brian Johnson? What am I thinking of? Highway yeah. to Hell. Highway to Hell's Highway the to other hell guy. Also Brian Johnson. Well, wait, who was the... What, uh, wait, what's the first guy's name? The first... Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Chat room, you know Brian, this. Brian Johnson lives in my backyard. <laughs> he resides really? in Sarasota, I thought you'd be doing better than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens, guys. Bon Scott. Don't sell Thank your you. rights. Thank you, chat room. Oh, Bon Scott. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Because he died. He choked on his own bar for something. That was the deal. But <laughs> this has really gone yeah. to a place. Yeah, it happens. Um... Anyway, any other thoughts, Terpster, on the interview that you wanted to mention? Uh, yeah, I just thought, like I said, it was it was it's always great to hear Chris talk yeah. and him. I I when he started talking, he like he started saying, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna you know do anything else. I like being home, yeah, and stuff like that. But then he started talking about his projects, and I think really what what he doesn't want to do is work for someone. And I think really what he wants to do is to create 
the the things that he wants to create mm-hmm. and i just think that's that's perfect and mm-hmm. that will happen yeah. like metzen is going to have no problems um finding a platform that allows him to do that yeah um you know he talked about doing an animated show you know he's doing some voice acting uh you know he's already getting back out there and um you know, I like the idea of Cat being the breadwinner and Chris staying at home. Yeah. But, you know, the the, sure. the little one's getting older. He's not going to need to stay at home all that much longer, really. A couple more years mm-hmm. and the little one's at school. And then he's going to have to start thinking, maybe I should start making myself a bit more useful around the house. Mm. Uh, and I think a great way to do that, I would love to see, um, v- you know, animations, uh, visual novels, you know, uh, graphic novels, uh, just stories for Metzen is all I care about. I don't want him to make games like... Chris makes amazing stories of which people who've made amazing games make amazing games around. Yeah, and, it, and um, his and his dropping of a hint that he re- he would he could he would very much be sucked into a project that uh, would be an animated series of some sort, kind of in the vein of Airbender kind of thing. Got mm. me got me all kind of bananas excited about you it. Think straight up Netflix, like Netflix would love it, but I think that's sure. the the worst thing he could do would be to sign up to some big studio big money thing like i think what would be better is for him to write it out enjoy that process and give that to someone else uh you know either you know a small animation team or to a big studio but for him not to be in that grind i think that's what he he so artfully saw that he was so far removed from the thing he loved but with all the pressures from the things he didn't um that to, to step away from that um took such clarity and i think you know again someone like cat by the side um you know i think like scott you've got you've got kim like mm-hmm. she would she would tell you like you need to stop yeah like, she would you need and i think that there's a certain thing like having having someone you know garrett you've got Kay, she, you know she would she would turn around and say look the wtf you need to you can't do this to yourself anymore mm. and she, I think she does that do the, that to me yeah i know like, exactly. I was say, we I, both get it i think Exactly. And it's having that that sort of that someone without the someone with the perspective who's not lost in it. Um, And I think that Chris now has had this wonderful time and experience to kind of reconnect with his family and do stuff and enjoy life. He's finally fixed his back. You know, he's he's done stuff Mm -hmm. like it's great. And I think that what I would love as a fan of his work Mm. is for him to just start musing more online i yeah. love him tweeting more i agree and it's just the occasional tweet but i would love to see like uh, george r. r martin does a, a blog and just just writes his thoughts about random stuff and the, the comments will always be where's winter winter mm. um but for metzen it would be like uh when's warcraft 4 coming out when's this blah 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 blah, blah. and you know <laughs> I, I would just disable comments i wouldn't even bother with that um but just to start putting stuff out there mm-hmm. uh, because i think that at the end of it like metzen doesn't want to acknowledge it necessarily but he is a storyteller of the highest magnitude. And what's more, he's a, he's a orator. Mm. Like him out there telling stories and talking. Right. He's captivating. He's inspiring. And he's all these things that he would cringe hearing because he doesn't yeah, he want you know, to hear that. Exactly. Yeah, but doesn't that doesn't it. change the fact that he is. Yeah, I agree. And so I think that he sounded super happy and well. And I just want him to stay that. But at the same time... I'd like some more stories, thank you. Uh, you know, kind of give us some more. Give us a new world. Like, mm-hmm. tell us what's in your head. Yeah. It doesn't have to be good. Just has to be, you know, <laughs> just start knocking out some easy ones. Sure. You know, I, I spent I about think the worst thing. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, I spent about 10 minutes, I don't know, 15 minutes this morning chatting with him on text saying, hey, it went well. We're getting a lot of good press on this one. This this went really good. 
And then I spent, I don't know, five, six minutes of our conversation trying to convince him that we should do this quarterly. And uh, mm-hmm. he might be down with it. We'll see. I, honestly, That'd be cool, I right? think the, the, the geek chat bit, yeah. talking about Star Wars, mm-hmm. that was as interesting as any behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, you know, saying like, hey, they made Orisa without me. Mm-hmm. I was like, Orisa came out like eight, eight weeks after he left or something crazy. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. You know, it was... Yeah, you know, it was it was nuts. Yeah, you know, they're quick. Yeah, and so I think uh, yeah, I think there's there's definitely value in in Chris talking about his time at Blizzard and all of the rest. Right, but uh, um, I completely yeah. uh, disagree. I think it's a huge negative because I had just about gotten over Metzen not being around or as a part of Blizzard <laughs> anymore, and I listened to that interview last night, and I really do have to say, Scott, uh, the the two Metzen interviews you've done, man, I think they're the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Oh, geez, that's a that's just, high praise. Dude, See, I'm like Metzen. I don't dude, take compliments well I think well that's the problem is really what we're saying, Scott, is that both Garrett and I aren't as good as Chris, <laughs> but we're more available. So <laughs> swings and roundabouts, really, isn't it? You know, you can't have, you can't have Metzen all the time. Right. But we'll take a, we'll take a knee every quarter. I'm happy. That would be good. I don't know if this I is... I think a... that would be lovely to see more. But I, I think it's... equally, yeah. get Metzen to do stories. Yeah. That's what, don't, don't, don't leave yeah. with the podcast. Get him to get him to do some stuff that we can all enjoy. We, you know, let's let's get him. Like I said, I still want him to do like a D and D book. Oh Just yeah, like tell dude. Some, tell some crazy oh. stories and you know, give me a world to play in. Get we some, can figure out the game some mechanics. Sketches. Someone else can do that. You get, get some of his artwork in that manual. Like I would oh, love that. Be so good. Yeah, be so be really good. good. But again, I feel like it would just be too much pressure for him. So maybe like a pamphlet rather than a book. <laughs> okay, like just like a little pages. three-page pamphlet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like you get I've for been a new car. Actively trying to be less of a fanboy as a coping mechanism mm. and uh that, that interview just reminded me that i am a raging metzen fan it's hard right and uh it's hard and if blizzcon is not the same without him yeah. and also now ben brode is gone so oh don't oh, exactly I second know. lunch oh dude screw you hamilton chew it ben brode you're dead to me <laughs> okay unless really... there is actually a second lunch going in which case hello i wonder what me i mean i wonder I mean, who who because everybody had always said after Metzen left, it's like, hey, Ben Brode's going to, he's the heir apparent to the stage guy now. He's your face. He's your guy. He's the voice of God. <laughs> yeah. And he's gone. Yeah. And he's gone. Exactly. So now what? Now who? What, if not well, him, I think then even who? then, what's interesting is Chris talks about it in kind of broad strokes. And he says about how he looks back with nostalgic things and how no workplace is perfect and all the rest. However, you do have to look at Blizzard has a lot of top end talent who've been there 15, 20 years. And that's a long time to be in any profession, mm-hmm. any single employer, regardless of how fantastic Blizzard is and the quality of their products. The reality is there's over like 5,000 something people working there. Uh, you're not going to get on with every single one of them. Right. Uh, you're not necessarily going to agree with every decision made. Um, equally, Morheim is the glue that holds that place together. That's true. If he decides that he wants to do a medicine and just enjoy like Morheim was a coder. He was a programmer, yeah. and he just happened to be the guy who ended up running stuff because he was also bankrolling it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's just one of those things where Blizzard is 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 an exceptional entity, but it is a company, and it is a business with deadlines and profit shareholder meetings and all of these different things going on that I can see why someone like Ben Brode and Hamilton Chu looked at it and said, look, should we just do this for ourselves? And we haven't got to worry about the PR department and the 
the social media things going on there right. and the, this thing and that thing. We don't need that in today's audience. And, and what better what better market. time for it? Like this is the time to do it if you're going to jump out and and, and make then your you've thing. got Tencent and NetEase just throwing millions and millions and millions at all these new studios. Um, and if you're uh, you're saying like, hey, I'm Hamilton Chu. I designed and launched uh, 12 uh, of the most successful expansions uh, for a card game ever. Uh, can I have some money, please? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you're going to get it. Uh, these guys don't need Blizzard as much as Blizzard needed these guys. And even then, Blizzard doesn't really need these guys. Mm -hmm. They've got so much new talent coming through. So many great people want to work there. Blizzard is still this this blazing uh, Teldrassil in the darkness um, <laughs> that is, is calling all of these game design moths to it. Um, where they can have enough space and enough uh, knowledge around them to create great stuff. Yeah, I don't think a lot of the fan base is, is worried about Blizzard as a whole with with uh, the, for lack of a better word, rock stars like, you know, Broad and Metzen leaving. Uh, I think it's just more it's it's the uh, like they're the, they're the poster children. It's like uh, I don't know, Metzen is Thrall. Thrall is the beacon of Blizzard as far as I'm concerned. It's like mickey left disney like like mm. it's just it's like yeah disney's a lot bigger they've got star wars they got marvel they got all this other stuff i don't even really care about mickey all that much but it'd be weird it if would be it super weird if you there. lose him exactly and that's all i'm saying is who's that next guy maybe ian's yeah. the guy chat room's talking a lot about it. ian hazakostas he he definitely holds my attention when he's on stage but he's not. Ian that... is is like one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. Yeah. But he doesn't have that commanding stage presence that Metzen and Broad have had. Um, you know, like even I, I was chatting to Gary Platner early in the week, and Gary, you know, he's he's like a you know lead exterior principal artist exterior man, mm -hmm. but he loves uh, improv. He's done improv classes and nights. He did like a side gig at Disney and stuff like that. Like the guy is a, a performer. And he's opened BlizzCon before, and he's got that presence, and he does stuff. He's he's great. But is he known enough or used enough? Is that the best use of him on that team? Mm -hmm. And it's the same way with, with with Broad was just a personality. He was he broke out back when you weren't allowed to break out. Mm -hmm. You weren't allowed to be a personality at Blizzard. You had to be PR trained, and you had to tow the company line. You couldn't say anything. You couldn't stream on Twitch course not you couldn't play someone else's games um but actually blizzard has been able to kind of loosen those rules quite substantially thanks to the likes of broad and like Ghostcrawler now got his name back mm -hmm. you know uh broad and chew got him his name back mm -hmm. like how cool is that yeah like he's now <laughs> Ghostcrawler again on twitter yeah you know blizzard took it off him because they said no yeah you came here as death shrimp you took the name Ghostcrawler whilst here we own that name. We own that social media account. Uh, you've got to give up that name. Yeah. And now Blizzard realized, actually, that's a douche move. And it's no big thing. And actually, yeah. it's a small industry in a small world. And the door isn't closed. You've just gone out the exit for a little bit of fresh air. Yeah. yeah. I think well, a lot of these they, people can come back. Yeah. They've been evolving uh, in interesting ways, like the way they, they handled that. And also like like uh, Trollden, who does the funny and lucky Hearthstone moments videos. He works for Blizzard now and they let yeah. him keep doing his series. Exactly. And it Which used to be they used to never let you do that. Like, mm -hmm. Well, Randy had to step down. It's yeah, how, they, it's wouldn't how I'm let, here. they wouldn't let Randy yeah, do the show anymore. It's right. Exactly. But there's no yeah. Randy here. Yeah. What about now? Hey, can Randy come back? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fine. Exactly. <laughs> 
I'd love it. It'd be great. I, uh, it's, it's, it's tough time commitment. Uh, but no, it's, 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 it's madness. It is like that Blizzard was away. But those people who were very old fashioned have either left or been promoted to the point where they don't care. Um, and younger people who understand actually this is the value. Mm-hmm. Having someone like Trolden who's constantly engaging with the community and is looking at clips all the time and putting stuff out and having that contact to the player base, if you employed him because of all those reasons and then you say, now you can't do any of those things. Like they stopped Randy leading AIE. Yeah. Like that was a big thing. Yeah. That's, That's the huge. reason they hired him. And, right. you know, really, like he's a very, very talented man in many ways. Sure. Um, but he and, ran, uh, he ran, his know, guild running was a huge part of that. Like the way he ran our guild was, yeah, it was great. And yet then they say, you know what makes you so fantastic? Stop doing that. <laughs> and, that's, and that is just stupid. That is one of the, and that just shows you the sort of the, the, the inexperience those management people had. And likely they weren't managers or they shouldn't have been where they were or they were just, they didn't like the sure. idea of someone having power or that we might accidentally give someone a huge amount of value because now they're doing that and they work at Blizzard. So what's everyone else going to think? And everyone else is going to be like, all right, cool. I don't know. Yeah, it was, no one a lot has changed in eight years. A lot has changed in eight years. They yeah. used to make like when we do interviews of any kind. It used to be a, two PR people in the room. Um, mm. Back when Lindsay was doing some of that for the WoW team, she'd have to be there. Somebody else had to be there. Tom Chilton would be on. The, <laughs> the questions had to be like submitted in advance. They had to approve those. It couldn't be live. Once I was done, they would have full edit rights. So say, okay, go back to when we said this and remove yeah. that. Like it used to be like pulling teeth. I think if if you if, if something controversial came out, I think they still would. Yeah. Um, that being said, this past week I did an interview with Taryn and Gary, and I had them build um, new allied races out of Mr. Potato Head pieces and fruit. Um, so <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's moved on. I feel like you know the 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 overall uh, Blizzard marketing machine understands that the more they embrace content creators and passionate fans. The thing is, is, I always have to pinch myself when I look around at my friendship circles mm-hmm. and how all of the things we do and the companies we are in or have founded or do have been born out of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Really, you look at all the success, you know, Frog Pants was, you, know, you had Extra Life Radio. It was, it was cute. We had some things going, sure. You had there. You had something going. But the instance gave you uh, a huge amount of kind of exposure to new audiences that then fed the frog pants machine. Absolutely. And, yep. and no then question. you look at, you know, like, for example, with Yogs, you know, the, the guild was formed. The reason it's called Yogscast is because that was the name of the guild. Right. Uh, you know, that was that's where it came from yeah. and all of this. And then Curse, you know, that was that was wow. They made they were a wow guild and then they made add ons and they became a marketplace and then they got bought by Twitch. Yeah. And even Twitch, you look at the founders of that. You know, that was Justin TV, and then they wanted to play WoW. And they, you know, the Emmett, the CEO of Twitch, still plays Hearthstone all the time. Yeah. You know, it's like these, we are just, we the whole industry is born out of these things. And that the more that Blizzard embraces those things and, and moves with it, the, the more everyone benefits, the more we get more stuff to talk about and do on the show. Um, you know, last BlizzCon, I missed it, but holy crap. The instance was on stage. How was that? Like that, that would have great. never happened. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just, it's a different world. Yeah. We'll see if they'll let us do it again. That'd be cool. They did. You never know with WoW PR. WoW PR is, yeah, you are going this year, right? 
I am going this year, okay. so so we, we can do our own one out on the steps. Let's do it. Well, have we got the AAE room again? Uh, yeah, we're, we may even have more there than that. Uh, we'll, oh. see, we'll see. We're working on some okay, ideas. Okay, I'm pulling a Johnson. I can't help it. <laughs> well, can't help it. well, speaking of pulling a Johnson, uh, it's time for us to talk about what else is going around Blizzard, and there was a big Johnson pulled by our friends on the Diablo team. Oh, uh, Brandy, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. If I can just find the clip, there it is. All right, let's take a look. At what's happening. Third round of Blizzard Blizz, or sorry, BlizzCon tickets are happening on the 18th. Uh, so if you want them, you can get them. Virtual ticket coming soon. They didn't give any other details on that. But uh, as usual, there'll be a virtual ticket. There always is. Uh, so anyway, 18th is your next and final chance to nab yourself some BlizzCon tickets. And also, if you want to do name transfers on any tickets because you can't suddenly go or you're trying to get them for a friend and you need to pass it on to them, those name changes have to occur before the 31st of this month. So by the end of the month, and you're not done with that, you're hosed. So get on it. Uh, and again, the 18th for tickets if you didn't get them the first two rounds. And I think it's unusual, right? Three three rounds? Did they do that last year? I don't remember. They did last year, but it's because they suddenly the the, the extension was built. Right. And they were like, oh, Anaheim's actually built an extension, so we've got more floor space. We've right. taken it. Do you want to come along? Forgot all um, about and that. And maybe they just kept that same cadence again just because they're like, ah, it worked well. It was mm -hmm. good exposure, good extra bite and reminder. Hey, it's coming up. Sure, sure. Uh, also, the get, future... Get yeah, no kidding. Future of Diablo video was released uh, with Community Manager, and she said that there are basically new announcements coming soon, and that's it. So we don't get a whole <laughs> lot of details. It was an announcement about announcements. The best kind of Blizzard announcement. Uh, yes. I mean, it's, they yanked us pretty good on in terms of excitement and stuff, but they really left no details. They basically said, you may want to listen later this year, which is a way of saying, make sure you check us out at BlizzCon. Um, there may be some Gamescom something something I, I don't know uh, but it sounds like multiple projects and she wasn't very clear about them she said some of it is a, way, a ways off some of it is sooner than you think and that was about it managing uh, expectations mm -hmm. not easy to do with stuff like this though like it's, I, it's, it's not fun like if your next big thing is really far away yeah. and your player base is at a fever pitch because they want new stuff because your stuff is awesome sure uh I don't want to be the person going out and be like, it's coming yeah. seven years from now. Yeah. Well, as usual, because yeah. well, my It wouldn't be the first time Diablo's done that. My <laughs> you know, I was at WWI 2013, <laughs> mm -hmm. whenever it was 2000. Was it 11? No, 13. 12. No, I, yeah, no. 12's been a launch. 2010. Oh, 10. It was in Paris, yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway. StarCraft 2 was like the same way. Was, they announced that. Was it 2007? Seven. It was ages ago. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, seven. Uh, 2007. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, oh, they better God, never so... do that again. They can't do that again. But that's when they announced Diablo, and we didn't get it for like that's like what i'm saying 2012 they 20, can't, yeah i don't think they do that anymore i think that was a huge no, five mistake years. Yeah. five years it's, between announcement and release it's too much you can't do that blizzard don't do that again but Here. then at the same time every single year i'm out at doing this gamescom gig uh all it doesn't matter i could say whatever i want on there uh you know i could i could i could make a just i could be wearing a make america great again hat um <laughs> and all the comments would say is where's Diablo 4? Right. When's Diablo 4 coming out? Right. And it's just, that is literally, and that's been it for two years now, and I'm dreading going into, this is going to be the third year doing it now, yeah. and like, uh, holy crap, like I, I still don't know what's happening, and uh, we're a couple of weeks out. Right. Um, but like after seeing that, I'm just like, oh, can one of them be, can one of those announcements come at Gamescom? Yeah, could it be you but then, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be amazing? I'm looking forward to that again. I think you did a great job last year. So everybody watch for Gamescom well, and Terpster this year. It's, it's, uh, Zoe's not going to be there this year. She's doing the uh, Overwatch League still stuff. Yeah, she's so super swamped new, with that. A new co-host with me. Will it be a lady? Um, probably a lady. Yeah. I don't know. 
Mm. I, I, I don't know. You I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah, Blizzard doesn't really tell you a lot until you write up on it. That's how it works. I think they, I think they rightly now don't trust me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, 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 oh, yeah. And I like that. I think that's good. And I, I don't trust me either. Yeah. And I think that um, I was, I was chatting to Taryn about this earlier in the week. I hate knowing things. Mm-hmm. It ruins it because my favorite bit is guessing. And equally, if I know it, or if if people know that I know. Anything I say helps, you know, is, is, is bad. I don't want to know that. I'm a guy who talks on the internet about things. Mm-hmm. Like, if I know stuff, right. I can't talk on the yeah, internet about no stuff. Yeah, it's no fun. I totally agree. Oh, yeah. I, uh, mark, mark my words, though, man. It's happening. This is the year. They will get up and announce Diablo 4 or Diablo Online or Diablo Infinity or whatever World the hell they're going to do. Whatever craft. it's going to be, it's going to be this year for the big main ship. It won't be out anytime soon. There may be other things happening that will because they keep hinting at multiple projects. But this is our year. A, cl- a broken clock is right twice a day. So watch for that, okay? That's happening. Uh, Sally <laughs> yes, Whitemane sure. joins Heroes of the Storm this week uh, along with various buffs and nerfs. Uh, not a lot to say there except uh, people seem to be pretty sweet on her. She's all right. Have you guys she's had a her? good launch. Yeah, she's, she's, all right. she's not sitting at the bottom of the win rates like uh, can happen with newly launched heroes. This is true. <clears throat> I like her too. I. It's interesting because she's one of these characters where I don't think anybody was pining for her. I mean, weren't even thinking about her. She's this kind of obscure, old school vanilla and revived a little bit in Cataclysm, but an old boss from an old uh, dungeon forever ago. And she doesn't really, you know, she's a death knight now. So if you followed her, you kind of know where she's at. But it just seemed like a weird pick. So I don't think anybody's freaking out going, oh, oh my gosh, my favorite character finally in Heroes of the Storm. But it turns out her kit's pretty good. She's got some fun stuff going on, and she seems she seems formidable enough to not to be two things, Garrett. Not at the bottom of the win rates and not at the top. She's in this How nice little place. How soon do you think before we get Zappy Boy? Because, uh, you know, he was, <laughs> he was a big meme with the opening cinematic. Now he's been in another cinematic. You start feeling like maybe he's coming to... If they put literally the end boss of a level 34 dungeon back in vanilla as a uh, as a hero in Heroes of the Storm. I think everyone's fair game now. Oh, yeah. I could see them maybe just doing, like, a Thrall skin. Maybe. Because he has Chain Lightning, and I don't see you putting another... Oh, maybe. Like, maybe, like, a legendary hero one in the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, my other thought, too, is, like, if you want people howling and foaming at the mouth at blizzcon yeah you, you, you have that you know like yeah. and coming to the nexus zappy boy and i don't think they can turn yeah. around a new hero that quickly unless there's something they're already working on that kind of has a kit that makes sense for zappy boy and they just yeah yeah swap it out to a new model but uh i don't know how you put zappy boy in the game without encroaching on thrall's kit the same i i mean they can Redo probably get around thrall. it he's now all about his balls <laughs> uh <laughs> it makes me want to play Samurai Showdown too. When you bring makes that me up. want to play with my balls. Uh, go oh, all right then. Uh, Maybe I am. <laughs> Who knows? Oh no, shit, I ruined it. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we'll okay. never know because your there camera's too high. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. They oh, new Hearthstone expansion. Let's not forget that that happened. Uh, oh yeah, that everyone's opened their cards like crazy. Garrett, uh, how you feeling? How did you, how'd you do? With uh, your as always, uh, the mixed bag of it's a brave new world and I can't win a game. Mm. <laughs> I, yeah. I cannot climb that ladder. I, I had played a... like uh, about forty games this week, and I have gone up two stars. <laughs> oh, 
It's crazy. I, I had 180 packs I opened, and I got five, no, six legendaries. That's like, not a lot. That is terrible. Ugh. Absolute terrible. Wait, how many How uh, many packs did you open? 180. Oh, wow, that's worse than me. I opened up like 140 and got six legendaries. Yeah, it's madness. Someone else in the office just did the 80. They got six. And I'm like, I did twice as many and got the same. This is crazy. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, on, on pack opening day, I had like seven different people pop in my chat room and be like, I opened like 70 packs and got 12 legendaries. And I'm yeah. just like, I, uh, uh, thank you for stopping by my stream, but uh, promptly yeah. see yourself out yeah. and go yeah, straight yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. F off. You're banned. You're banned. F off, you bastards. Unless you got Switch Prime, in which case, drop a sub. Yeah. Then you're banned. Get that free <laughs> Prime sub, baby. Stick it someplace. Anyway, that is always as a thing that will sort itself out. The meta will uh, figure itself out. I keep hearing that uh, Arena is uh, still the place to play that game if you want to show your true skill. That's what I keep hearing. Everybody says, ah, there's no such thing as... Don't pay to win as... in Arena. Yeah, well... I mean, it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I mean to it play isn't. more Arena. Yes. But... Uh, yeah, no, it is uh, pretty pretty skill testing. That is that is very true. Uh, but really, the, the most insane thing is that Mech Mechathune decks are working. And it's mm. alarming. Mm. So Mechathune, Scott, uh, is basically a, a mechanical uh, Cthune, where it's a 10-mana 10-10 death rattle. If there's no cards in your hand or your deck or on the board, you win. Whoa. So basically, you have to get rid of all your deck. You have to get rid of all of the cards in your hand, play it, and kill it, and then you win a game. You but win just how? It, it just has it just it kills the other... It just blows up the opponent. Oh, they just right. instantly their health, die. They and... just boom. There's a priest deck uh, that's running Hemet Jungle Hunter, which uh, destroys all of the cards in your deck that are three mana or less. So it thins this deck out majorly and basically just leaves behind the combo without getting nitty gritty. That's the basic gist of how it works. That's and, crazy. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. Um, as far as statistics are going, it's not super high on the win rates overall with the stats that we have access to. I use HS Replay personally. But, it seems, uh, it seems like gonna, a lot I'm, of... I mean, to me, it seems like a lot of conditions have to be Yeah, met. but I mean, there's lots of fun ways. And because it's a mech, you can use a galvanized uh, uh, bot. I don't forget its name. But it reduces the cost of a, a mech by one if it's in your hand. Mm. Um, so you can use a couple of those, and then all of a sudden it's eight mana which then gives you a couple of extra mana. Um, Warlock are using um, the uh, Bloodthor. I forget what it is, but it converts the cost of your spells to health rather than mana. And then they'll use Cataclysm, which destroys all minions on the board and discards your hand. So as long as you've tapped your way through your deck and then you've reduced the cost of your Cthulhu in hand, uh, you can play it, uh, use the blood, whatever, use your health as long as you have more than five health. You can then use the four mana spell. You don't die, but your opponent does. And uh, Druid, you can naturalize it yourself, so you can have an innovate naturalize. You know, there's lots of different ways of achieving the 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 goal, but it's not an easy goal. But that, but when you get it, it feels good. Yeah. It feels really good. All right. Well, there it is. Hearthstone, catch it. Um, <laughs> Overwatch skins for the summer event are insane. Uh, we talked a bunch last week about the end of the uh, season and all that, so we don't have to get into the esports aspects, but. The new skins are crazy. The The Winston skin alone is making me want to go get the Winston skin. It's this amazing catcher's position baseball f outfit thing with the face guard, and there's like a ball trapped in his little unit thing there, and he just looks like a catcher uh, from like some old baseball team. And then you got Reinhardt in the coolest-looking 
American football getup you've ever seen. It's just great. It's like all the sports stuff. It's awesome. I want it all. I haven't played in a while, but it makes me want to get in there and try it out. So if you're into Overwatch, go check that out. Final note, uh, Zappy Boy, because we keep bringing him up. Uh, this is worth noting. Uh, Zappy or Zap related names in World of Warcraft have skyrocketed since that expansion or since that, wow. see that, that uh, cinematic. So I'm going to show a chart here to the chat room. Uh, so his name is Zakan. Zakan is his name. That is correct. Yeah. Um, so, but people are really I, into this idea of Zap related names and they basically have not existed since 722-2018, if you jump all the way up to 83-2018, suddenly there's this giant jump, uh, which was when we got that first look, this giant jump in uh, people trying to in- incorporate Zap into their character names. I think that's hilarious. Well done. Well done, people, players, everybody. You've you've done a weird thing. You've done it. Yeah, you've done Good it, job, finally. Guys. Well done, guys. All right. I think that does it for that. Let's take one look at this. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, a quick look at an email that came to us at the instance at gmail.com. This comes from somebody named Shifty, who says, Hey, gang, with all the talk about BFA sparking uh, the Horde versus Alliance feelings, I'd like to shine a spotlight on something positive I witnessed this week. I rolled a new Night Elf Priest this week for obvious reasons. As I was leaving Shadow Glen and entering Dalaran, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Dalinar, Dalaran, any D names in Warcraft, I just say Dalaran, it's just the way it is, sorry about that. Anyway, so I saw a slash yell from a 110 paladin that said something along the lines of, greetings new players for the Alliance, if you need bags, simply open trade with me. And so I whispered him and we had a good long talk about our history as WoW players and our favorite things and whatnot, and I was just so happy. This is why I love WoW, it's not just the game, it's the community, a community of shitheads and amazing people alike, and it's just awesome. Anyway, enjoy BFA, Shifty. Yeah, uh, I like oh. the sh- I like the shitheads part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's not all it's not all uh, cookies and cream in the game. Sometimes, sometimes there's toxicity. Sometimes there's there's buttholes. Um, you're always going to find that. But uh, I wanted to share this because I like it. I like this idea that there's there that this this current arc of stuff that's going on is inspiring some kind of cool stuff. Whether that's alliance. Uh, people really feeling good about their about their faction or if it's horrid questioning their alliances or wondering if our you know are we our leaders and why is this you know happening like great stuff it's just great across the board and shifty uh brings a prime example of that so well done shifty not swifty not the guy who streams wow all the time that would be cool too but shifty uh, if you'd like sending your own emails, you can. The instance at gmail.com is the email address or you can go to the instance.net hit the contact us link and boom we'll get it before we get out of here, let's ask everybody what's going on this week. Uh, Garrett, you have anything? I mean, you know, I'm guessing the Angry Chicken is on fire with content regarding the new expansion. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, we, we recorded earlier this week, finished up our card reviews. We have talked about each and every single card that has been added in the game at this point. Tuesday, uh, this upcoming Tuesday, will be our first post-launch episode. And with those, we usually do kind of just a grab bag of all of the top decks uh that are kind of rocking ladder at the moment uh look across kind of all the classes to see what's working and uh kind of do a spotlight combo of 
hey, here's decks that we kind of already knew about that are using a few new cards. And also, here's some decks that are wildly different than anything we knew before. And you should go try them out if you want to play something new. So if that sounds interesting to you, uh, go listen to The Angry Chicken. I've also got a uh, solo podcast I want to pimp. Uh, it's called R2T2. And it's been all wow lately. So if you want like really deep dive thoughts from me about, uh, you know, like why Sylvanas is bumming me out right now, mm-hmm. for example, that's you can go listen to that. Yeah. All of this at amove.tv, by the way. So uh, do check that out. Uh, Thank you, sir. Terpster, anything happening in your world? Nope. Nope. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> Just nope. Bu- I did a, I did an interview with um, Taryn and Gary. That's on my YouTube channel. Oh, I was going to ask where people can get that. They can get. Oh, that's what the chat room is asking earlier. They're asking for the. I need to link to that because people want to see that. It's just it's youtube.com slash terps. Uh, More importantly, uh, that same day, I recorded uh, four donut reviews. Mm. So you can check those out. That's Mm. just me eating donuts. Uh, (laughs) Donuts and shoes, man. You and the shoes and the donuts. I don't get it. Shoes are are like, uh, yeah, they're, they're they're a proper addiction. You're That's like Amelia so Marcos, whoever that old, who's that lady who's married to like the Panama dictator guy, and he and she collected like when they busted him or came in there and kicked what? him out or whatever. They had like a house. Am full I of the shoes. Am I the wife in this? Yeah, you're the wife in it. Okay, sweet. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> is this is yeah, this yeah. on your Instagram, Terpster? Where can I find your shoe addiction? <laughs> oh, I just I, it's only Jordans. It's fine. Uh, yeah, and it's, it, all it's all the over time. The it's yeah. all the time. Yeah. He loves his yeah, shoes. I, I, yeah, I, the thing is, I don't even wear them. That's the weird thing. Like I <laughs> wear like. A few. Yeah. Do, do, um, wherever you post them, do are people like, oh, I followed you for video game stuff. How do you? Because I get that with cars. I Instagram. get it's yeah. I get <laughs> yeah. People are like, why are you trying to flex on us? Mm. And I'm like, that's exactly why I buy these is so I can put them on Instagram and 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 disappoint people. Well, Terpsters, um, Terpsters in the just, big like back them. pocket of big shoe manufacturers. That's just how exactly. It is. That's yeah. the thing. I, I, look at this, Scott. Right now. Yeah. I'm not oh, any. just socks, just Whoa. socks. I'm chilling in the just in my socks. Well, if you heard that, so, you should be listening to exactly. the show live. If I was a real sneakerhead, I'd be wearing them. That's all true. The time. That's true. Come here and listen to us yeah. live on uh, on Fridays, everybody. We start at 9 a.m. Mountain Time, and uh, you can see Terpster's feet for yourself when he does stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, one I quick can smell him. <laughs> one quick note. What was my quick note? My quick note was: Oh, uh, do check out the Metzen interview for you mm-hmm. YouTubers and stuff. It was not a video thing, so you're gonna have to hear it on the site. But you can go over to the instance.net and get it. I would highly recommend you do that. If you haven't heard our original interview about, what, a year and something ago, uh, you can go check that out as well. I really am going to work on him for maybe a quarterly pop-in and um, see so how it goes. you're going to BlizzCon. Yeah. Okay. So let me just propose something to you. Go. Okay. Why don't you, the day before or whenever's convenient for when you've landed, mm. you and Kim go down, you hang out with Kat and Chris, yeah. but you just... Take a phone or a camera, maybe like a portable mic recorder so the quality's good or something like that. But sit down, grab coffee, and just 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 geek out for a while as a video. Mm. And then you could put it on the YouTubes and you could do an audio version as well. Yeah. Um, but I find that the 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 video adds to it in terms of you get to see a little bit more of the passion and a little bit more of the emoting. Um, I just think it'd be brilliant. You'll be in the same place at the same time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe Chris knows a really good coffee place or maybe a great place that does donuts. Sure I really recommend donuts. They're great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or you could maybe do like a comic book store or something like that and just go through and talk about some of the some of the best like comics out there. You know, I'd love to do that. How are you? How are you, By the way, how are you staying so slim on these donuts that you're eating? Because I'm all Scott. fat again. I'm no, it's, fat. It just goes straight to the bicep. I can't. I can't. Oh, look at that. That's up. That's just donuts up there. <laughs> that's just straight donuts. 
Wow. It's terrible. It's that and my and my wang. In your wang. Oh, your wang. Where I put on. Yeah. I put on a lot of weights. All right. the Donuts. You're like the yeah. Michelin Man down there. Exactly. <laughs> it's just it's a it's like a car trash. It's oh, it's horrible. <laughs> your wang is like a soft pillow. <laughs> yes. And if you need a place to sleep ever. You gave me a call. Yeah. <laughs> Let Terpster know. Uh, rest your, your head, head on my wang. <laughs> Don't be put scared. Your head in Terpster's lap that's, is a comfortable it's experience. Fine. That's a it's fantastic fine. idea. I highly recommend it. Um, all right. That's going to do it for the show, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Theinstance.net is the webpage. We're on Twitter at Instant Show, at Scott Johnson, at the underscore T, and at Garrett Art. Uh, Patrick, who will be here next week, I believe, uh, is at Not Patrick. It's going to do it yeah. for us. We'll see you next time. Bye. I like how uh, Patrick, if you see on Twitter, he had enough time to line up all his WoW Collectors editions and take a photo of them. Yeah, before he had enough enough time to come on the show. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, how long did he take taking that photo? (laughs) He could have easily spent that time on the show. I agree. What the hell, Patrick? What gives? Yeah. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.